Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy, stay for the unbiased takes. On this episode, the guys take jabs at each other, once again, at a game of hot or not. This is round two, so sit back and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. Colby's on the drive, but he is here with us. So, welcome to the CJJC show. Colby, how you doing? I'm good, man. Yeah, I'm phoning in. I'm driving down Interstate 81 right now. So, you know, pretty excited. This will make, the, make for a much more exciting drive. So, I'm good, man. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good. Looks like this is our second or third time we've got someone driving on the on, in the middle of the recording. Um, so hopefully this time we'll get a high-speed chase going for it. <laughs> Your driving performance on draft night, Jalen, was pretty impressive. So I hope I can match that because uh, that was that was very impressive driving performance by you. Thank you, but you got the distance to go. So well, <laughs> you definitely got a lot more distance to cover. So. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead, jump into this NBA craziness. We got round two now kicked off, and we are midway through most series. Um, Goldie, which series pretty much interests you the most right now? That's a good question. I was thinking about this uh, earlier uh, before I left. Um, I would say, to me, the most interesting series uh, is Milwaukee and Boston, because I feel like I just feel like I have the, and they're all interesting to a degree, like pretty interesting. But Milwaukee, Boston, I feel like that's the one that to me is the most just man. I could go either way on that. Um, if obviously, like if Milwaukee had Chris Middleton, I would think differently. But like I would not like that last game. Game three was wild. Giannis went insane, and it's just like Giannis like trying to carry his team. He has some help, but like the Celtics overall are much. Are a better team, but the bunches have Giannis. So yeah, man, that, that one's been interesting. I feel like that one goes six or seven. That that's the most intriguing one to me, just because I feel like I still feel like I know who's wrong. I have a feel for who I think will win the other ones. So that's the one I'm least sure about. Okay, okay, I understand that. Um, for me right now, I think the most interesting series that could be is probably the Heat and the Sixers retracting everything of that what we just spoke about last time probably on the heat and sixers because Embiid is back and boy was there a huge difference of just him being on the court um yeah that and that one and probably now this the dallas mavericks and suns game i just watched that dallas game myself and it was a pretty stout it was one of those games where cp fouled out and the Suns were just found out. They just fouled out fast. But it was a pretty, like, dominant performance by Dallas. Luka had help for once. So those are the two that I'm personally stuck between. But the defense, like you said, from the Celtics and the and the Bucks series is something else. Um, Man, basketball games are getting interesting. What are your thoughts on the Warriors and Memphis series? Since that's the only one I guess I haven't we haven't touched on. That one, yeah, and I do agree with all what you just said. Like all this, really with a beat back now is fascinating. Um, so the Warriors Grizzlies series, yeah, I still feel like the Warriors are going to be too much for him, especially now that Jaw is probably out game four. But man, like 
I do love how like scrappy it is. It's kind of uncool. They're trying to injure each other. You got people grabbing Jaws. The Dylan Brooks took uh, what's his name out and did his season. So like I like that it's chippy. I like it. It's entertaining from that perspective. I just ultimately I don't think the Grizzlies will have enough to, to beat the more experienced, experienced Warriors, especially with Jaw out. But I, I do like how it's, it's been mad. It's been chippy, and they like these teams don't like each other. I feel like so many guys. This is probably may not be completely accurate, but I know I feel like we've talked about like I feel like so many dudes in the NBA today, especially with the player mobility and like AAU culture, like a lot of like players just like buddy buddy. Uh, with guys on our team, and so like that, out of all the series, like that one feels the most like that those teams like they don't like each other, which which I do like. And I'm pulling for Memphis, man, but I'm not. It doesn't look good. But yeah, so that's my take on it. What, what do you think? Well, <clears throat> well, I think my take is pretty opposite. Um, I do agree that they hate each other, but I think it's more Memphis is trying to adapt that identity. You know. Because I think we saw it in the Minnesota series as well, where they're starting, like you saw Minnesota with Pat Bev, obviously, barking a lot, and they barked back, you know. And so I guess they just carry, in my opinion, I feel like they're just carrying that mentality over to that Warrior series, because they're that young team on the rise, you know. And then you got the veteran old dudes on the Warriors, all just, you know, doing their, th- keeping pretty much, every time I watch those games, it's hard to see you know, when they are, the Warriors are like stumbling, you know, even in the Warriors one loss, I wasn't really too concerned, you know, it was still like a close game. And it was just like off of something off of jaw getting lit. Was it 45 points or something more than that? So that's my opinion. Um, I do agree though. It's a very entertaining series because you got, like you, like you said, they're very, it's just a very entertaining series. They do play very physical that's what memphis is bringing at you and warriors are bringing all they got back at it so very entertaining i can say the least yeah now and like yeah like you said i've just seen the warriors like i've seen their guys perform in the playoffs so many times like i know they're not gonna be rattled like memphis that's just like memphis i like you said i guess you may be right that it is when i'm trying to adapt that identity uh, adopt that identity, but yeah, at the end of the day, like it's, it's interesting. But to me, as far as intriguing, it's probably the least intriguing of the four to me. And that's saying something. It's still a good, entertaining series, but uh, just because I do feel like at the end of the day, the Warriors are just too much for them. Like the Grizzlies, they're they're a great team, but they're just not ready for that for that yet. They're, this is still a great season, but yeah. Yeah, and I was about to say, like he said, like, just putting that into perspective, you know, like, for us to mention them last, it's not a bad thing. Like, that's just how entertaining most series have been, you know? So, <clears throat> but yeah, looking at these, uh, any any takes that you want to change on or are you sticking with before um, we move off the NBA? I think I, I'll still stick with my predictions in all the other series. Dallas, man, I'll say about the Dallas series, like, it's crazy, like, how much better Dallas is at home than yeah. on the road. Oh, my goodness. They got completely outmatched those first two games in Phoenix, and I was like, oh, this might be a quick series. And then the fact that just for them to come back and win the two games at home like they did, um, so it's going to be a good series. I still feel like Phoenix will win that one. The only one I maybe – I still am not – totally sure about the Sixers. That's the only one I would maybe switch my pick on, but because Embiid is back, I'll stick with it for now. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm uh, trying to look at this series, but the thing blocked down. There we go. Miami, Milwaukee. Yeah, honestly, I kind of like all my takes uh, moving forward as well. Um, just like I said, the only one that I'm right, raising a little bit of concern about will be the Sixers tonight. If the Sixers come back and win that win tonight, just like how they did last time, then I'm going to be concerned for the Heat. But then again, it could also be just like how we're watching the Mavs and Sun series, where it's just very home team dominant, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Phoenix, I'm very interested to see... If they, if they're assuming everybody get out of this series, like I still think, like them and the Warriors, that is going to be a great series. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I don't know. Phoenix, they haven't really been like as dominant as I thought they were going to be in, in the playoffs, though. I'll say that. Yes. Uh, just give me that. Okay. Wow. All right. So I think I got something for us to transition on here. All right. Um, going into the NFL. I'm looking at, and I was just looking at, like, you know, articles and stuff, and they got uh, the power rankings after the draft. And I'm okay. just going to pull apart, I guess, a couple of them that I think are interesting and see where would you personally would probably, right. but where I would like we that. personally put them, you know? Who are the, uh, I like that. Whose rankings are these? This is NFL.com. So straight right. off, I guess network NFL Network, I guess compared are the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's like Bucky Brooks and all that. Yeah, Dan Hansis. Oh God, I hate Dan. Okay, yeah, we're gonna be. Uh, no offense to Dan Hansis, but I usually disagree with some of his takes. So, oh my goodness, yeah. Okay, we're gonna have some fun, Colby. I think. We're all right, is it start from thirty-two? Yeah. Oh, I. It started from one. Thirty-two is man. We might agree on. Okay. Number 32, who would you think your worst team in the NFL would be, Colby? Who would I, who would I put 32? Yes. Man, that's tough. Going into well, the season after the draft. Actually, honestly, probably Seattle. Seattle? Bad, bad. They're going to be so bad. Is that who they had? No, but I'll tell you where he put Seattle. He put Seattle number 24. 24? Yes. That is way too high. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, I liked their draft, but nah. I mean, I get that FC is worse, but I mean, I think they're as bad. Like, without Russell Wilson, dude, they, I, they'll scrap some wins here and there, but I would probably put them at 32. Would you say who would if you were to put these? All right, I want to give you two a couple teams, and I'm going to go ahead and list off if you think these teams would be Seattle. Okay. Okay. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Do I think they'd be better than Seattle? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Trevor Lawrence is going to take a big step forward with God. Okay. The Jags cannot be any like. They're coaching, like, they're going to be so much improved just off of coaching alone. So, yeah, I would put the Jags above Seattle today. Way more upside. Oh, sure. yeah. I agree. I agree. All right. Um, the Bears. Not much higher, but, yeah, I would still put them above them. Just, again, I mean, just way more upside at quarterback. Okay. But, so yeah, I mean, 
he has the Bears at 30. So I think, I was about to say, I feel like they would. that's probably where you would put the Bears, right at 30? Probably around there. Yeah. Do they have 32? Or right, what, what teams you want to go through? Sorry. Oh, no, they're at 30. So that's why I was... 32, his number 32 was the Houston Texans. That's fair. I mean, the Texans, I kind of like their draft. Um, and I personally believe in Davis Mills after what I saw last year. But, but yeah, I mean, they're definitely bad. They're probably the worst team in the AFC, so I wouldn't have them much farther down. I mean, they're on the same wavelength with Jacksonville, but I, I do feel Jacksonville has a higher ceiling than the Texans also. I feel like, I feel like I... I don't know if I trust both of them, though. I feel like I can't I trust. Know, I totally Like, I think about it, and I'm trying to focus on, like, man, who would go the furthest? And it's like, I definitely see the Jaguars getting further, probably because of the Trevor Lawrence factor, you know? That's what I was thinking, too. But, all right. So, underneath the Saints, I mean, Seattle Seahawks, he has the Falcons, the Giants, the and the Lions. Is the, the Lions below Seattle? Yes, and the Commanders. I mean, I guess that's fair based off last year, but I think the Lions are... One of my couple hot or not ideas I had was about the Lions. I think the Lions are in a much better place than Seattle today. I mean, their defense is bad, but they absolutely have a better offense than Seattle. For sure. Uh, yeah, no, that's not that's not an argument. Um, because <clears throat> I was about to say, I would you take Jared Goff over Drew Locke? Yes. Yeah, I was about to say the it's same thing. Uh, that was the one argument that came into my head was would I tap rather have Jared Goff? And it was yes, actually, I would rather have Jared Goff. <laughs> Obviously, like he was kind of carried by the Rams, but like. I mean, he still got to the Super Bowl. You can't be that bad if you can get to the Super Bowl. Like, yes, he was at the great team around him. It was terrible in the Super Bowl. But still, got there. Yeah, that's why. That's why I always like to bring up is that. But there, you always have to remember they did have that insane defense. Um, yeah, and I guess the only other team under there, I guess, worth talking about. I agree that the Panthers probably. I don't know. I don't know if the Panthers are worse than the Seattle Seahawks. That's my. That's a tough one for me. And the command, the Commanders and Jets are the other two teams. Jets. I mean, the Jets obviously have a way harder schedule, but the Jets are better than Seattle today. I think going from Russell Wilson to Drew Locke is going to be a very large step down in terms of quarterback play. <laughs> so. Yeah. The, that was bad last year with Russell Wilson. Yeah. I, yeah, I disagree with NFL.com about Seattle. I think they're... That, like I said, That's they're, Dan Hans's. Maybe not the worst, but definitely bottom three. Okay. So, going off of that. Wow. Oh, man. Okay. No, I've got to scroll up a little bit more, man. These are just some interesting, interesting takes. Um, what would be? Oh, here we go. The Dallas Cowboys. Here we go. Great benchmarker, like always, right? Where would you have the Cowboys? Oh, let's see. Off the top of my head, I mean, I couldn't say an exact range, but probably like in the twelve to 
fifteen range. Correct. That's where he has him. That's where. Tell me where he had him. Sorry. He had him at thirteen. I feel like that's probably. Well, let's see, Jalen. How? Let's name. How many teams can we name? Just real quick that are definitely in our eyes better than the Cowboys. I was about to say. I think you need to hear the list that you think that that he thinks are better than him because half. I think there's a couple of these teams on this list that I think are better than the Cowboys already. That he has below them. Yeah. Really? Okay. Mm. Well, let me. Do you want to read his first, or do you want to? Yeah. Go ahead. Do your. Go ahead. All right. So let's just say. All right. So. In both conferences, so Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos are all better than the Cowboys to me. And I would probably say the Raiders, too. Yes, the whole entire <laughs> division is going to be so fun. AFC West, I would say maybe not the Raiders. We take the Raiders out. Not for sure. So three, the Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs, Bills, Ravens, Bengals. I won't say the Browns because we don't know how about Deshaun Watson's suspension. Um, probably no one else in the AFC East. Probably still the Titans. I mean, they were still a one seed. Although, I do feel like they'll take a step back. But I would probably still say, I don't know. Do you think the Titans are better than the Cowboys? No. No? I, 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 I... After that A.J. Brown, I, ha- I have my questions about Tannehill now. Especially after the whole, I mean, I respect the whole, I don't have to mentor him idea, you know, like I do respect that. But at the same time, it's like just putting it into a team perspective. If he's not going to be there to try and help mentor Malik Willis and Malik is have to come into a situation, it just spells, it just spells more. It's just something fishy. I don't know in my eyes what's going on over there. But um, yeah, no, I don't think so. They're very... I mean, Derrick Henry is Derrick Henry, you know? He is your offense still. I can't say anything less about him, but uh, they're pretty one-dimensional. I mean, the defense was slacking last year. So, yeah, I, I'm not really too concerned. I, I have some concerns for the Titans in the future. Yeah, but, that's very fair. I, uh, yeah, I would still probably put them above the Cowboys today, but, yeah, I guess that's not a certainty, so we won't count them. I yeah. do agree with some of that there. Um, that's, okay, so that's six. Yeah, we're still at Colts? six. You said the Colts are better than the Cowboys? I don't know if we can say that. No, sir. no. I, I mean, they got guess, definitely have the better defense. They definitely have yeah. the better defense. We need to see it with Matt Ryan. Like, I do feel like the Cowboys also got worse. So that's six in the AFC. And the Raiders, Titans, Colts. And, like, if the Browns have Sean Watson for most of the year, they're all arguable. Uh, NFC... Rams. The Rams are better. The Bucks are better. Seven eight. The Niners are better. Even though I don't know what their quarterback deal is, they're still better. Um, Arizona, I would say, is better. So that's what ten. We're at nine. Nine. Um, oh no, you're right. Ten. I forgot that one from a uh, previous ABC. I mean, honestly, even though. Green Bay has no receivers. I would still say Green Bay is better. Just at the end of the day, they have Aaron Rodgers. And I don't think that highly the Cowboys. Yeah, Rodgers in a solid defense is always a good potential threat. It's definitely more arguable than you could make the argument the Cowboys are better compared to last year just because the Packers have no receivers. But Packers are still going to be better, I feel like. So I'd say that's 11. Yeah. And then you could make a case for the Eagles. 
at this point. Um, so I'll say there's 11 that are uh, fairly confidently are better than them. And there's a bunch of others that are babies. So yeah, in that 12 to 15 range. All right, all right. I like it. That was a good breakdown. And that was to the point where you pretty much, we pretty much explained out some of these picks. Um, they have, let's see, I also agree. I don't know how the Dolphins are going to turn out next year. But, yeah, that's that's about all the spicy stuff. Let's see, who's his top team? I'm scrolling up to the top. So he does have the Colts, Ravens, Raiders, and then Chargers at 9. And then followed up by the Broncos at 8. And then the Chiefs at 7. So that's how he has that going down in the AFC West. Interesting. So he had the Colts above Dallas? Yes, directly above. Interesting. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't... There's teams above the Colts. I don't disagree with any of that. I don't have a huge problem with any of those rankings. I don't know if seven might be a little low for the Chiefs, but, I mean, they did lose Tyree Kill. They actually went uh, up on his list. <laughs> sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I said they, he, the Chiefs went up on his list. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But that's wild. And then to top it off, he has the Bucks at three. Rams at two, Bills as the number one team in the league. Any uh, contradictions in that top three? A lot of people are on, on the Bills as the best team. I have no problem with that. No, I mean, I don't have any problem with any of those top three. The Rams and Tampa, like, I do feel like... No, like, I mean, I might put some AFC teams above Tampa, but they're definitely going to dominate their division. So I don't have a huge problem with that top three. I would probably, I might have the Bengals in mind personally, as much as I hate to say that. They did just rebuild their whole O line a year after they made the Super Bowl, so Yeah. Yeah, and then have the Bengals at four, Niners at five. So Niners at five? Yes. I mean that's a little higher than I would have, but my thing is, wow. like you say, like I feel like it depends on who's going to be starting that quarterback. If it's Jimmy G, I I can sit there and say, yeah, they're still a five seat. They're still the five team, you know. If Jimmy G is coming back out there, but if the rumors are true that your management's not as trusting into uh, Trey Lance, I'm not going to be as trusting as a fan either. <laughs> um, but you you've seen your college tape. You probably have way more trust in Trey Lance. Way more excitement for him to. Get on to the I scene. Mean, I believe in Trey Lance. I wouldn't have them fine with either quarterback. As much as they did just make the NFC Championship with Garoppolo, like, yeah, I wouldn't really see that happening again. Um, and Trey Lance, Trey Lance does have a crazy seal. So, like, he's very raw. I don't understand all the rumors about the Niners. Like, maybe if he's, like, actually not good, then, yeah, that's a huge problem. But I also just feel like the Niners always have weird rumors and weird stuff they put out there. And then it doesn't always end up being true. So, I mean, I still personally like Trey Lane. I just think he has so much upside. But, yeah, he definitely is wrong. Like, mm -hmm. I need to see him for a year, though. You have to throw him out there. Yeah, we can't just get him on the quick, you know, quick run play to the outside, you know, snap or something like that. They, they cannot let Jimmy G roll out there week one. 
that would be that's I don't know, man. No one else has taken him yet, you know? And I'm, you know, you just have, I don't know. I just feel like you have to know. You have to find out one way or another. Yeah. I mean, they gave up like three, I think it was like three first round picks for that. I mean, one was just to move up. But like still, that, that's a lot. They gave up a lot of picks for that. Let's see here. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I, for me personally, I think Trey Lance, if they are, it's, this is what, going to be year two or three? This is going to be year two? Dealing with Trey Lance. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, if they haven't had the... I say give them time still. I don't know. I'm thinking about the whole Jordan Love thing now, and it's just like this whole QB thing. It's just... When it comes to drafting QBs and then Jimmy Garoppolo wants to actually play good or at least decent enough, you know, to get the team wins in the playoffs. And, of course, we all knew that was going to be, you know, a little little hectic when the time came. And now here we are still not knowing what the hell is going on. <laughs> so. I'm going to push back on this. This is very different than Jordan, the Jordan Love situation. Though. Because. Oh, yeah. Uh, Rogers obviously is way better than Jimmy G. And Jordan Love, they traded up to what, like the twenty fourth? Well, I wouldn't know how much way better Rogers is than Jimmy G. <laughs> how many points did Rogers put up on the NFC game playoff game? How many points did they put up? How many yards was it? It, it, it was not. It was not a pretty show. It was not a good outing for Mister Rogers against Jimmy Garoppolo's <laughs> Niners. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I mean, that's, it was all because of Jimmy Garoppolo, but yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Right. <laughs> okay. So, speaking of NFL Packers and those goddamn assholes, uh, let me see here if I have a hot or not ready to fire off. I don't know if I have the Packers ready. I do not. But I do have... Oh, here we go. One to start off hot or not. We're going to stick in the NFC, okay? Sorry, would you say that again? You're kind of quiet there. Oh, okay. We were going into hot or not, Cole. Oh, yeah. I was about to say, well, yeah. you got muted yeah. pretty much. I couldn't hear you either. <laughs> All right. So, you ready? I'm ready if you are. All right. So, we're sticking back in the NFC. Carson Wentz will have a season similar to his MVP season in Philly. Woo! Starting off with a hot one. I'm going to say that's hot. I don't <laughs> see that happening. I think he might have a decent year and Washington should be competitive because they were pretty bad at QB last year and still won some games. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't think we're ever going to see... There was a time when I thought we might, but no, I don't think we're ever going to see that 2017 MVP Carson once again. I agree. I think this one is a very hot take, but uh, from when I was writing it down, maybe with the Ron Rivera, they still have Riverboat Ron, right? Before yeah. I, okay, yeah. I was about to say with his defense, that's. I was about to say maybe he can get some sort of supporting cast. I'll make him look good, but um, I'm with you on that one. Very hot take. Um, you got any, or you want me to just keep firing off until you get one? I have a couple. I got one. Okay. I got another one that's probably very hot. Um, well, this may just be me. 
overreacting to the drafts a little bit, which tends to happen. Uh, full disclosure. <laughs> Say, hot or not, the Lions will be in the playoff hunt next this year. They'll be in the mix for the chase. The they're in the hunt. Like the we're going to for a wild card spot, like the whole year. I'm not okay. saying they're going to get it, but they'll be in the mix, hot or not. Um, I say not because um, we have discussed that we will sit that the Lions have will be better. We both agree, and we said that what that ceiling is going to be what seven, eight wins we think, or at least I think they're going to be a seven eight win team the most. Um, and the NFC that's probably going to be enough. That's I was about to say the NFC. I think that's enough to get you in the hunt sometimes, especially you never know how disgusting some divisions can be. So that would be. That is why I say not. I appreciate that. I, yeah, I mean, I think their offense, like, they have some really nice pieces on offense, pretty good line. They believe in their coach. Their defense, which was terrible, is still going to be bad, but it should be better, a lot better from the draft. They should at least have a lot more of a pass rush now with Hutchinson and Josh Pascal. Um, so, yeah, I think they'll be in the mix. I don't think they'll actually get in. But I do think they'll be, I think they could be in the mix. So I'm glad you didn't think that was a hot thing. Yeah, no, that was the key thing. The key thing was, are they in the hunt? And that's what, that was the key thing that I took out of that. And yes, I do think that we'll be seeing their name in the hunt graphic, you know, and it'll be a fun time. I agree with that. Uh, All right. Um, Okay, here's one. (laughs) So this was, I am very big on the whole Kyler thing not going well. That's just okay. so hot or not. The Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals will combine for less than or equal to 14 wins this season. Oh, that's a good question. I like that. That puts thought into that. Ooh. So they'll combine for like essentially over under less than 14 total wins. Yes, 14 and a half. Uh, if we're going I'm going to say, say not. Uh, but I'm going to say not more than for the other reason because I don't think Seattle will probably win more than like three games. <laughs> so I'm thinking like Arizona might still get like 11. Seattle will just only have three. I don't see Seattle holding up there and just bargain there. I mean, yeah, Arizona, there's definitely some some serious question marks about Kyler Murray. I'll give you that. I'm still more confident in the team than you are, I think. Mm-hmm. But I'll do that mostly just because there's a lot of teams in the NFC that I'm a lot less confident in than the Cardinals. And, like, I don't know how good of a coach Cliff is or how good Kyler's going to end up being, but at the end of the day, Kyler Murray's still, like, a top five QB in that FC, even though he is kind of a questionable uh, leader. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, I was about to say, we hear the question marks in the locker room about his leadership, but what you see on the field, the passes the pocket presence it's just and he, as a player as a play of a quarterback yes he's a top five in the nfc yeah yeah no, yeah that's a good one uh, right. i'll say not like i said i i could easily see them not getting that many i think it's gonna be 14 is a, it'll be around there total okay maybe we're too low on the seahawks and the Cardinals. we'll find out uh, we're, we're great our schedules are coming soon man so it's gonna uh, Hi man, that's gonna be so. I'm ready to see it. Why don't you do an official our annual record predictions? Oh, dude, that's gonna be so fun. <laughs> we might, have, maybe we'll, uh, we'll talk about that later. All right, you got any for us? Hot or not? Um, uh, 
I, I'm kind of just going off, off the top of my head with some. Um, well, yeah, I'll give give you one here. I'm going to do another um, stick in NFC. Say, hot or not, uh, Jameis Winston and the Saints will be pretty comfortably in the playoffs, like 10-11 win team. Comfortably as a, in a wild card spot. Hmm. Jameis Winston and the Saints coming back as a you said at least a ten win team or just ten eleven win team between ten and eleven wins and comfortably have a wild card spot. Whew, that is a reach. Ah. I'm going to say that's hot. Yeah. I've part, I don't know why part of me thinks that's hot, but I know a little part. I know we were just, I know you heard me probably discuss. Some of you might remember me saying that. I think the Saints will be still a solid team this year, but a 10 yeah. win team is a very, I feel like it's still a tall ask, especially when you have Brady in the division. Granted, they are, the Saints have a great record against Tom Brady and the Bucks these last couple of years. I think they only lost one game. But it was the one that mattered the most, obviously, because Brady got the ring. Um, so, yeah, that's why I'm going to be leaning towards hot. I also think, I don't I, the inside hiring of a defensive coach, you know, and the question marks on offense still, in my opinion, especially yeah. losing Armstead. I see them still being a playoff like, a, I still see them in the hunt, like, one of the teams that are going to be, like, the three, not, like, yeah, the third wild card. That's what I think they would be. Somewhere around yeah. there, but I think that would be, like, a nine or eight win team, you know? I don't think they would, I don't think they have enough to make it to ten. I, I just don't know. All right, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I think that is a little hot. I, I don't love the Dennis Allen hire, but I, the only reason I say is, it's like, I do, overall, they still have a pretty good roster, and, like, the rest of the NFC, man, like, I don't know who's going to be in those wild card spots, and I would feel confident, as confident in the Saints as any of the teams that are going to be fighting. Saints are a safe bet team, and that's why I understand <laughs> that 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 little out, that little outtake of it. Um, all right, you ready? We're going to stick in the NFC South. I, I might as well okay. just finish them off from what I got here. All right, ready? Kyle Pitts will be a top touchdown or receiving yard tight end this season. So he'll either be the leader in touchdowns or receiving yards among tight ends this season. Hot or not? I'll say not. I mean, he's easily their best weapon. Um, the only thing that gives me pause is the quarterback situation. He's going to definitely get a lot more attention and coverage than most tight ends. I'll say not. I think Kyle Pitts, he's dynamic. Um, they picked him fourth overall just because they're like, this dude is amazing. Like, we have to pick him, even though we have far bigger needs than tight end. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, he's their most gifted offensive player. I do really like Drake London, who they drafted, and we had the Falcons as one of my draft winners our last episode. Um, so, I have a big, he was my favorite receiver in this draft, but no, I'll say not. I think Kyle Pitts is going to be the go to guy. So. I don't think that's hot take at all. Yeah, um, I feel like this could be his year to get that breakout year, especially last year he was a little quiet. He still put up good numbers. Um, still just a little quiet, though, because the Falcons themselves had a quiet year. Um, man, if I were to think about where I would put him, 
I think I, I think I would put him in terms of prediction. I think the only reason why I gave him this spot is because I think he'll have a better production than Travis Kelsey this year because of Ty- Tyreek Hill leaving yeah. the Chiefs. So that's why I was thinking, oh, Ty- who, who could be a tight end that can step up? And I was like, well, Kyle Pitts is the only dude there in Atlanta, and he is really good. And he is... Yeah, I was about to say, uh, that's the other thing I was thinking is if he gets that chemistry with Desmond Ritter going, he could be the new duo in the Atlanta. What'd you say? I said uh, they will be the new duo. I said if uh, him and Ritter get the chemistry going, they could be the next duo in Atlanta. Yeah, no, I would like that. I, I am rooting for Ritter. I feel like, I, I like, like I said, we both liked him more than I think consensus than most people did. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, although he was the second one on the board, so. Technically. Um, well, yeah, no, I, I hope Ritter Bruce is the guy. I'm interested to see, and this isn't really like a hot or not, but I'll just throw out there, um, after Pickett, who should uh, start the most, obviously, is in the first round, but as you say, after Pickett, who do you think, um, will get the most, like, actual playing time this year, like Ritter, Corral, and Willis, I don't know. Or even Sam Howell, of course, and Wentz really, uh, really, really stinks. Or gets hurt. Yeah, I was about to say, I know Sam Howell's in the Commanders. Um, Matt Corral's dealing with Darnold. I can definitely see him getting some snaps. Uh, But, yeah, I, I was about to say, if things go south with Mariota, I could definitely see them throwing Desmond Ritter in early as well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I think it's either going to be Ritter or Corral. I feel like those guys will both end up being the starter by year's end, just because their teams will be bad. I would probably agree with you say Ritter, just because I feel like, I don't know, Donald, man, he was bad last year, so. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like he should have a very long leash. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to say. Very short leash. Alright, last question for the NFC South, I think. And it is everyone's favorite team. Everyone say it together. It's the Tampa Bay Bucks. All right. And the take is the Bucks will sweep the NFC South. Six wins, zero losses in the division. Hot or not? Still going to say hot just because the Saints. But I don't think it's a crazy thing to say. Uh, I mean, I like what I mean. Completely shots, no, but I'm going to say not because the Saints, they do have their the weird thing against them in the regular season. I mean, they beat them with Taysom Hill uh, yeah. last year. <laughs> so, like, I do feel like, and plus the revenge of Jameis Winston, because um, that was who he got hurt against, wasn't it? Didn't he get hurt in the Tampa Bay game, the first one? think so. Sure. I think so. So, yeah, I'm going to say hot just because the weird track record with the Saints, uh, we'll say the Saints will get a one. And the second one, the game they won with Taysom Hill, I don't know if you remember, but De- Dennis Allen was coaching that game because that was when Sean Payton and all those coaches got COVID. Oh, snap. And so filling in, and they beat the Bucs. <laughs> the tryout game. <laughs> that 
that's probably what got him the job. You remember that time we held the Bucks to like what did it like? Did they not even score? It wasn't like nine nothing. It was probably gross. I don't remember it. I don't think the Bucks scored. So yeah, like clearly the Saints know something about Tom Brady that no one else does. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Is some, there's something there? Is like like we been like we mentioned before earlier. There is something there in the Saints. Like they're five and one against the Bucks, and the only loss came where it mattered, mattered the most. You know, so yeah. All right. Um. Let's see. Kicking it back in the NFC. All right. The Rams will have a Super Bowl slump this year. We'll have a Super Bowl what? Slump. Slump. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say hot just because I feel like they're the best team. Uh, they might come out of the gate a little loose, but like they have most of their. I mean, they lost a few people, but they also added Allen Robinson. Stafford is that dude. So the rest of the NFC is so much worse than the Rams outside of Tampa. So I'm gonna say hot. I don't think they're gonna have a slump. Yeah. I don't know when the whole thing again, but they'll be right there, top of the NFC. I agree. Um, it there, especially with the 49ers not figuring out what's going on with their situation. Cardinals can't get their quarterbacks going going right. Debo Samuel's playing hard to get. Seattle doesn't even want to play football anymore. Um, not, not really. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Like you're pretty much running with Drew Locke at this point when Baker's on the market. We'll talk about him later. Um, but yeah, it's I, I I'm very confident in the seeing the Rams next season. As annoying as it's gonna be seeing their face all over the media, doing all the flashy things, but I I don't see I don't see as much of a drop off from the regular season as much as we expect. So I agree. Yeah, I feel like they're a lot better than most of the teams in the NFC. So I don't see them dropping that many. Maybe they'll drop a few beer. Yeah, that's why I was about to say it would probably be just your average weird game that just doesn't go their way. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Once again, there will be a new NFC East leader. Last year, the Cowboys won it. Then the Commanders won it the year before that. And the Eagles won it the year before that. So, will there be another different team that win the NFC East this year? I'll say not, because I, I do think, um, I know what we did, I think, and I remember the first time or not we did, was before the draft, and you said the Eagles, uh, would they be better than the Cowboys? And I said, no, that was hot. I have changed my opinion on that after the AJ Brown. <laughs> people Dallas lost. Uh, yeah, I think the Eagles, to me, are the best team in that division now. I feel like they're going to make a run this year. I, I really like where they're headed. Yeah, I was about to say, I think the Cowboys are officially, I mean, last year it was definitely their division to take. Uh, the only thing about it when it comes to that division is the Cowboys did go 2-0 against Jalen Hurts. He did not play well against the Cowboys. That's the key thing. It's just, I feel, I see the Eagles being a good team in the league. When it comes down to playing against the Cowboys, hopefully Jalen Hurts can get his nerves together and actually pull through for once. But he has not yet beat the Cowboys, which is slightly concerning from an NFC, just if you were an NFC East perspective fan. Because, you know, you have to beat the Cowboys. I feel like every team wants that, you know, because they're the Cowboys. But I agree. 
I think the Eagles, I think the Cowboys just have tougher competition this year as well, though. Um, Commanders got themselves a competent quarterback, or at least a little bit more, a little bit more than Heineke. No offense to my boy, as we all know, vague supporter of Heineke, but... um, yeah, I gotta be honest also. <laughs> but yeah, the commanders still have their defense too, and adding weapons. I don't know if they're get. They need to figure out. I think they need to still figure out Scary Terry's deal, because that whole eight wide receiver market just wants to blow itself up. But you're gonna have to pay that man. You're Washington. You gotta pay people. <laughs> that yeah. won't stay. Yeah. But yeah, that I agree. You got any takes or hot? Do I have any takes? Uh, NFC East takes? Or are just hotter knots in general? Yeah, that's how I like to do these hotter knots. Is just go through division and just think about them. That's how I get these lists made. Uh, you want to keep going? I have one, but it's a basketball one, so we'd save that for that. Okay, I do have a couple basketball ones as well. If you want to do those, all right. Sticking in the NFC, let's see what we got here. Bills. Browns. Oh, here we go. All right. Nope, that's AFC. Almost. All right, yep, there we go. We're almost done with the NFC, I guess. So we're going up to the north. We got got the Vikings will have a top five defense this year. Hot or not? Defense? Defense. Hot. Nothing against the Vikings, but there are definitely more than five teams that have better defenses than the Vikings. I agree. That that one was more being focused on the whole free agency moves that they have made this offseason. Um, they've obviously... I like the confidence. I do feel like the defense should be better, especially on the back end. That's the big thing. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's more on the front end, honestly, too. Like I said, they picked up on... They just That's why they didn't draft... D line in the draft that much. They went more, you know, DB back more in the back, like you said. So I just saw, I don't know. I just think it'll be a good defense, but that's just where their offseason moves were showing. And I agree with you. I think they did all these moves. And I think we're going to be not a top five, but definitely in, we'll keep our reputation of being a good defense, like top 10. It's also new coaching staff, though. He's an so, offensive guy, yeah. I, that's what I was about I to say. Know. He is an offensive guy. I do think the Vikings, if you would have made the question, will the Vikings like be in the playoffs, I would have said not hot. Because I do think they'll be in the playoffs. No, nah, I already believe they'll be in the playoffs, too. That's why I didn't have to ask it, Colby. <laughs> <laughs> I have right, confidence. I like There's confidence in I like that one. Confidence, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, going to the playoffs, I have confidence in. Going to, um, all right, NFC North again. Despite the current lack at wide receiver depth, well, this was Brunever made a little bit before the draft, but I did draft a couple receivers that are young guys. Will Rogers make this new wide receiver room elite again, or will he fall apart? Well, yeah, we'll just say, will he make this room elite? Will Rogers make them an elite receiving group? Yes. Do you believe in them this season? Hmm. I'm going to say hot take. I mean, I don't see that becoming an elite receiving group. I think Rogers will still be good. He'll make them, like, competent and good, and, like, they'll be able to win games. But, like, man, it's, it's bad compared to most teams, dude. Like, I think Rodgers will definitely make them viable and they'll still have a good offense because they can run the ball still and Rodgers. 
But no, I don't think he can make it this early. I would say that's a hot news. Yeah, I mean, that's just believing in the natural talent of Rodgers pulling through for, you know, for them. Um, but man, can Rodgers make somebody out of a nobody? That's that's what that theory is pretty much based off of. If Rodgers just wants to go out and ball out, just throw the ball in numbers, you know? These guys are in, in the league and for a reason, and that's what I'm afraid of. <laughs> But the take was just for this season, and I agree. I don't think – I think, like always, you need time to develop guys, and hopefully it takes some time to develop them. So not this season. That's what, also part of the confidence there. <laughs> All right. I think we're just about done with the NFC. All right. I got one, I think, left, and it's a, the Bears and the Cardinals, starting with the Bears. Justin Fields and the Bears will improve, but still not make the playoffs. They'll improve. How many games did they win last year? Like six or seven? Um, that is a good question. I don't think that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that's a hot take, anyways. Actually, before you look. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't have it right off the top of my head. How many? Six wins. No. Uh, the Bears are not good. They have a... I almost made a hundred out about them, but I didn't want to bang on them since I already banged on them in the last episode. But since you brought it up, I'll bang on them again. Like, no. <laughs> if you look at all of the second-year QBs, his supporting cast is by far the worst. And that includes the Texans and the Jags in that conversation. That is definitely the worst. <laughs> so, like, no, nah, I don't believe in the Bears at all this year. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I just, like I said, was made early in the offseason, folks, before the draft, where I thought the Bears could still make moves to help Justin Fields, but it shows that Justin Fields will be running in the dark for one more season. Uh, it's it's going to be tough to watch, honestly. See, I feel like Justin Fields is a guy to like, too, but... Oh, well. Now, you know, it sucks sucks to suck. That's all I can really say on that. Yeah, I do like Justin Fields, too. Like, I feel like he's has or more talented than most of the quarterbacks in the draft last year. But, like, I mean, man, they're not doing him any favors. Yeah, <laughs> not giving us any reason to give him, you know, more credit. Than, but final one, somebody that actually has all the help the team wants to give him but doesn't yeah. want to go to the team is the Cardinals and Kyler. And this one is, even with Kyler signing back, the Cardinals will not be in the playoffs. Hot or well, not. Not be in the playoffs? Yes. Hot. Hot take. Yeah, I was about to say, I think the from our discussions... The, NFC, bro. The, the Cardinals... I think you have less faith in the baby. NFC. What? I think you don't believe in the NFC. Last time I checked, the NFC won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Last I checked. Yeah, uh, the whole conference gets credit for that. Yes. <laughs> um, we have Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford. I'm sorry, I don't think the Rams. Will, uh, the top of the NFC is still elite. The Rams or Bucks are both great. But I'm just saying, like Arizona, as much as a drama, and I don't think they're going to go to the Super Bowl or anything like that. But like, they're our top. Their division also got worse. Because they got worse. Because uh, <laughs> they got worse. 
They're one of the teams that got worse. They're, they're one of the teams that got worse. I mean, if you think about it, if the 49ers figure out what's going on with Garoppolo and Debo, they're going to be right back to where they were from last year. And that's not worse. The only one that got worse is Seattle, and they were already below them. Yeah. But, I mean, the Niners, I mean, that's a big if. And, like, today, as of right now, the Cardinals, even with Kyler Murray's drama, still feel better about their quarterback situation than the Niners do, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so, no, I mean, I think – so who – who? all right, well, let me ask you this then. Who, who on the NFC would you say is better than Arizona? So you can do 17. Think you can name seven teams in the NFC that would be better than Minnesota. Oh, seven teams? Okay. Got the Rams, obviously. The Bucks. Okay. Packers. Bucks, um, Packers, you said? Yeah, Bucks and Packers. I'll give you those. Uh, I'm going to put my guys in the Vikings off of a bullshit Hail Mary that we lost to them last year. They're not going to have D-Hop for the first... We're not saying I mean, they have... that's very debatable, but I'll no let you have it. Remember, they don't have D-Hop, so I'm going to go ahead and consider first that. I'm going to consider the D-Hop not being around right now. <laughs> they other good offensive weapons. They'll be fine. Six games without D-Hop. It's not like he's Colby, who else is their game. offensive weapon? They got Hollywood Brown now. And they got Rondale Moore, who they drafted last year. Who? And they still got, and they still have the ghost of A.J. Green, who's old, the but he's still pretty good. I was about to say, you're really trusting, you're really trusting the ball with Hollywood Brown, who we saw drop and many passes in Baltimore. And they just drafted the best tight end of the draft for some reason, even though they didn't even need it really. So you're telling me they also got an unproven kid. <laughs> they also got an unproven kid. And you're telling me I mean, they... Zach Ertz has been like one of the best tight ends of the last decade. Well, so. I wasn't talking about Zach Ertz. I'm talking about the I rookie know, that I you're know. talking about. Oh, I, I agree. Zach like Ertz is a dog. We dog. agree. We agree. But I don't think Zach Ertz is going to be... In terms of production, I think he's been slipping off. But still puts up good numbers. So I don't disrespect him. That's the thing. But... I, I do think... You still got to name three more, and I think the Vikings is pretty debatable. I don't really agree with that one, but that's fine. Continue. Like I three said, I th you're just hating on the NFC. Um, all right, so three more. Going to put the Cowboys up there. What'd you say? The Cowboys. No, disagree. Hard disagree for me on that uh, that Cowboys offense will definitely keep up with the Cardinals offense. Uh, that Cowboys offense just lost that all-pro tackle and their best receiver. And their number three receiver, Cedric Wilson. They're not worried about that. They're the Cowboys, bro. They got C.D. Lamb. They got C.D. Lamb. And they got, ah, oh, they just re-signed somebody. They, Gallup. I think they just re-signed Gallup. Yeah, but he's coming off an ACL. I seen it. I seen players come back off of ACL injuries and be perfectly fine. That's true. I mean, that's fine. I disagree with you on Cowboys and Vikings, but continue. That's still two more spots left. Okay. Um, Eagles. I haven't said them yet, and we that's both agree fine. that the I'm Eagles. Eagle. Yeah, I was about I to say. The Eagles. I'm high on the Eagles. Notice how I haven't said the 49ers yet. So you have the 49ers as your seventh. Yes. Nice. I mean, I. That's that's fair. I disagree with Vikings and Cowboys. I think the Cardinals are better than both of them. No offense. 
What would you put? What would make you put those? What reasons put you the Cardinals over both the teams that they barely escaped from or lost to? I think they lost to the Cowboys, and they barely beat us. And they literally beat us in like a last minute play, last second play. So what? What? What is the thing that you get? What is the overwhelming thing? And if you're saying it's Kyler Murray at this moment in time, I disagree with that. With all the things that are going on in the locker room right now, I was about to say, we're talking about teams right now as a team? On the field, his ceiling is still so much higher than both Dak and Kirks. He can do things that those guys just cannot do, and that will always give the Cardinals, like, more offensive upside. Even though the Vikings have a better receiving core until D-Hop comes back, and maybe after, Cowboys don't, and... Like, the Cardinals still have, like, not a great defense. So the and Cardinals like, have a better defense than they... Way, way more dynamic quarterback. So you're just saying, just because the Cardinals have a better quarterback, but the Vikings had a better defense, receiving core, running they game, offensive line, right. and, the, and you're saying all the things besides quarterback that you're going to go ahead and put your money on the Cardinals. Yes. And the quarterback doesn't even want to play for the team right now. He does want to play for the team. He just wants a lot of money. <laughs> That's clear. He just wants, he's just trying to get the max back possible. Whatever I said, he's not a great leader. But on the field, he's still a special talent. And at least I feel like, like... Their team core is on par with y'all once they get Diop back. See, I feel like that's where we're get, that's where we're getting split right here. Is I think that leadership is where Kirk Cousins and Dak Prescott close that gap, though. Like you hear, you don't hear that much locker room dispute from the Vikings and the Cowboys. I mean, obviously, besides the part where Amari Cooper called Dak Black Kirk Cousins and then gets shipped out of, shipped out to Cleveland the next week, but <laughs> ignoring that, <laughs> ignoring that, I was about to say, I feel like. That is, I feel like the locker room is a big thing, and just the outside around, like the outside weapons around it. But to say that Kyler is still bad, like to say the Cardinals are better than the Vikings and Cowboys, I can agree with that still. Like you said, because I did witness, like I, like I just told you, I just witnessed him come back with three seconds left, like you just mentioned, <laughs> and make that crazy play that Kirk Cousins couldn't do. So, yeah, that, whew, man, I'm. Bust a sweat on that one. That was a hot one, man. Had us go. Yeah, yeah. I, respect, I respect your 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 take. Like they're obviously slightly biased to the Vikings, but they do have a good team. Like I I guess it wasn't as crazy once I heard your seven. I mean, <laughs> it's an argument for it, but I still feel like that's pretty very hot take. But yeah, anyways, hot's the next. Okay, so we're gonna go move on to the AFC. I don't have. We're going to probably speed through these a little bit faster just because we're almost right. an hour in and I'm pretty sure yeah, I'm going to have to start. We really got off the rails on that last one. Hey, that's perfectly fine. You know, I'm fine with that one. <laughs> All right. So AFC. Okay, here we go. The AFC West will have less playoff teams than the AFC North this year. So that means more AFC North teams will be in the playoffs than the AFC West. Hot or yeah. not? I don't. I'll say not. I don't. I think more AFC West teams will be in it, but I mean, 
you can certainly make a case for the AFC North. Like, if the Raiders are weird and, like, at the end of the day, like, the Raiders, you can never fully trust them until you can. So, like, so far they are the Raiders. Um, Denver could say, I mean, I don't see it happening, but I'll say not because, I mean, if Shell Watson isn't suspended that many games, if Kenny Pickett is, like, really good, I mean, all four of those teams in the AFC North can be playoff caliber teams. So, yeah. I'll say not. I don't think it will happen, but I'll say that's not that hot of a take. Yeah, that was part of that uh, thinking going into that one for the AFC West was I feel like they're just going to be – I feel like the AFC West this year is just going to beat each other down so yeah. much. You know, like we were used to seeing the AFC North – the AFC North slugfests, you know. We're oh, used to those. Gonna, yeah. What's up? I mean, they're still going to beat up on each other in the AFC North too, though. Yeah, but I'm saying we're used to that. You know, we're used to seeing great matchups in the NFC North. But I feel like exactly. this is probably, at least for the AFC West, it's been a long time since we heard the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Broncos, I feel like, all being like, hey, they can actually be potential playoff teams this year. All three of them? Like, uh, it's been a minute. It's been... <laughs> so... That's where I think and everything. But it can also, like I said, I just think those are also the two most interesting AFC divisions, in my opinion. So... Yeah. All right. So continuing off of the AFC West, Derek Carr and the Raiders will have the best offense in the division. Hot or not? The best offense? Yes. Best offense. Not. I don't think that's a hot take. The Raiders have... This is the best offense the Raiders have had since I've been watching football, at least on paper. I mean, that is... They have... True. Maybe the best receiver in the league. An elite slot receiver at Renfro. Didn't Renfro, wasn't he a pro bowler last year or like borderline? I think he like, got, uh, I think someone, when someone made, I think when Jamar Chase didn't make it or something, he was one of the guys that got called up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he had a really good year. He had one of the best tight ends in the league. He had a good running back. O-line is not amazing, but it's decent enough. Like, no, I don't think that's a hot take. Like, if Devontae Adams goes in there and pops, like, that's a nasty receiving yeah, I agree. I agree. That's still good. I feel like that offense should be. I think that's actually true. This is thinking about it. This probably is going to be the biggest, best on paper Raiders offense we've seen in a long time. Since the Rich Gannon days. Probably. That's literally what I was thinking. I was like, man, I'm thinking Rich <laughs> Gannon. I'm thinking, like two, three years old. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like Madden or what's it called? Yeah, Madden on the cover still, and you have. Uh, Gruden. Oh man, Gruden was over there, and was he in Tampa by that time, or was he still on the Raiders? Rich Gannon. That was the Raiders, right? Because it was the year they played in the Super Bowl. Uh, Gruden was Lily's first year on the box. Yeah. All right. Well, the Gruden's not even in history. NFL. Apparently, the NFL is patching up the Grudens. So, um. (laughs) Going to the NFC North, AFC North, sorry. Mike Tomlin will finally lose his winning season streak. AKA, Uh, this might be his first losing season. Hot or not? I mean, it hurts me to say it, but not. I thought that, honestly, I was shocked that it didn't happen last year at times. There were moments last year where I was like, this team is not good. And the year before like, that. Moments. Like, I was shocked that they didn't get it last year. 
The AFC is just so brutal now. I love, I love pick. I like Kenny Pickett. Uh, I know I thought they would pick Willis, but I mean, I believe in Pickett. But even to an extent, he's still at the end of the day a rookie quarterback. And like the AFC is just so brutal. There's so many good teams, especially when the other three in the division have to Sean Lamar and Burrow as their quarterbacks. Like I believe in Kenny, but man, that's that's a tall ask, especially as a rookie. So I'm gonna say, sadly, not a hot take. I would not be surprised at all if they lose it this year. I feel like I'm usually more optimistic when it comes to your Steelers. Um, I don't know why I'm more optimistic than you are, but um, I still think that defense is going to be around, Kolb. Uh, I, that's the only thing that I would hold on to. Like, that's that's the Tomlin way is that defense, you know? So, it'll, I mean, that's the only thing that will get you to and through. But if you don't believe in it, I'm not going to sit here and tell you no. <laughs> I mean, I believe in them. Like, I think, I think they'll be in the hunt in the mix. But I would not be shocked if they had a losing season. Like, that's okay. not a hot take. I don't think. Okay. Um, All right. Well, remember, losing season means more losses than wins. So if you're thinking yeah. they're gonna be in the hunt, that means you're thinking that it's gonna be a hot take, Colby. Because I feel like that's, I was about to say. Because if remember, if they get what is it, seventeen wins, seventeen game seasons, yeah, they just need nine wins. I mean, I've got, you know, when we make, once the schedule drops uh, the next week or two and we make our official predictions, I bet we won't have the losing record. I'll say that. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. I I looked at the teams they play the other day and it isn't as bad as I thought. I did talk myself into like, okay, the Steelers might be able to beat this team. (laughs) They could definitely win this game. So... We'll see. We will see. I can't wait for I need to update my Madden just so I can see all the rosters lined up I, again. Been, I won't talk about this too much, but I made a franchise and I've been playing with Kenny Pickett on the Steelers. Oh, so you're already on it, dude. All right. Yeah. yeah Before yeah, we, we'll we'll talk about this for a minute. Fine. Yeah, you're right. All right. I have to get on to that. All right. Next one. <laughs> Davis Mills and the Texans will have a 500 or better season, a- a.k.a. they won't be a losers this year. I mean, I like Davis Mills, and I like the Texans more than most people, I think, but that's still very hot. Uh, That is a very tall ask for them. They're still a very rebuilding roster, but I think they'll trend upward. I think they'll get a couple of wins here and there, Um, but I think no way they get to 500. (laughs) They'll still be a losing team, but I do like Davis Mills. I think they might have something there. They might be knocking. I I think that one's more them knocking on the door of 500, personally. Okay, um, shoot, I think I got a little bit of time here, so we're gonna go ahead, I got a few more, Cole, uh, you got any in mind for yourself real quick? I got one AFC East one, but I don't know, it might be something you already have. Okay, I got, I was about to say, we're going into AFC East literally right now. You don't say it, I'll say mine, if you don't have one that's similar. Okay, um, Zach Wilson will have a better season than Mac Jones, hot or not? Somewhat similar to mine. Mine was more about the teams, but it did both the Jets. But no, I think that's not a hot take. I mean, Mac was obviously way better so far as a rookie, but he had much more support. Zach Wilson's gonna has a much better supporting cast around him. He should, at least on paper, in year two than he did going into last year. Another year in the same system, even don't know if their coach is any good or not, but it's a second year in the system, second year in the league, should be improved. He got better as the year went on, even though it was never amazing. 
And he does have way more physical abilities than Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason that Zach Wilson was picked two and Mac Jones was picked 15. Like, it's not like people were screaming for the Jets to pick Mac Jones at the time. <laughs> so, like, I don't think that's a hot take. I, I believe in Zach Wilson taking a big step this year. Okay, okay. All right, next one. The Bills yeah. will... Rebuttal. Huh? Do you, do you think that will happen? Yes, I agree. No, I agree with you. <laughs> I was about to say, mostly because I don't think the Patriots will repeat what they did when they lost Josh McDaniels. Um, I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you remember. Actually, I don't know if you remember when they lost Josh McDaniels, the Patriots became a top five offense. But I don't think that's going to happen again this year. And because they lost the coordinator, I think it's actually going to hurt them more than they think. So I, I'm, 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 I'm on the same page as you. The Bills, is the, this is the next question. The Bills will have the division swept this year, just like the Bucks, six and zero, hot or not? Not. I feel like the Bills are not better than the Bucks, but the Bills. I feel like, like the Saints just have the Bucks number. Like at this point, no one else, no one has the Bills. None of teams have any track. The Patriots beat them in the blizzard once last year, and they beat them when they used to have Brady. Yeah. But, uh, they got 47-7 in the playoffs, so I don't think the Bills are too worried about the Patriots these days. So I'm going to say not hot. Like, I do kind of like Jets being improved, and the Dolphins, they're interesting. Patriots are bad, but the Bills are much above all of them. So I'll say not a hot team. I agree. I think this one's going to be a very... I feel like it's going to be a very dominant season for the Bills, in division at least. Um, I feel like their corners, even though Miami got weapons, the, the, Bills, the Bills still got the defense in the back to defend all the new wide receiver acquisitions going on. So, yeah. Um, last two. Ready? Yep. Matt Ryan will be less successful than Carson Wentz was on the Colts. Carson Wentz just melted down at the end, but he didn't have a terrible year. Um, and Matt Ryan is getting up there. I mean, I think he'll be good. I don't necessarily think it's going to happen. I believe the Colts will definitely be in the mix for their division this year. Maybe a wild card. Uh, it's going to be tough to get those wild cards in the AFC. But but no, I, mean, I don't think that's crazy. Like, I could see Matt Ryan if he just starts to, like, I mean, he's getting old. He's getting up there. So, like, he could definitely start to just decline at any time. Yeah, uh, that is literally wor- almost word for word, idea for idea of how I thought about that. Um, Carson Wentz had a pretty good year. He just melted down at the wrong time, you know, like literally the wrong time to lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. But like, but um, yeah, if Matt Ryan, I feel like we all know Matt Ryan sometimes in the clutch doesn't really pull through. So uh, that, that's my only question mark, but. Yeah, I agree with you, Cole. Heck yeah. All right. Last one. All right. And then you got the rest if you want. We will see Patrick Mahomes' worst stat season, but the team will still be or above 500. 
Hot or not? Not. Not a hot take. I think I could, yeah, I mean, they lost every kill. That is going to do something. Like, I still think they'll be a good offense, but also, like, for Patrick Mahomes, like, his worst statistical season, like, that's not really saying that much, because all his seasons have been pretty amazing statistically. Um, mm-hmm. He did kind of have not as good stats this year, but... No, I'll say that's not a hot take. I definitely still think they'll be good, but yeah, I can definitely see him taking a slight step back in the crazy numbers with no Tyreek. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I feel like that Tyreek flaw of the production, I mean, he still has Kelsey, so, you know, he still has that blanket, like, the, you know, the Brady Gronk, and so you got the Mahomes Kelsey, that's still a blanket connection, but um, terms of just, like, we've seen him get into that slump this year, I don't know if you remember it, where it was just, like, bad. Where he was just doing his, like, casual cross-arm, cross-body throws, but they were actually, like, bad throws, you know? Yeah. So that's what I was building that take off of. I was thinking when he hits that slump, he's not going to have Tyreek Hill to bail him out this time, you know? And he's just going to only have Travis Kelsey. Well, Travis Kelsey is probably going to be more doubled. But then again, they have Sky Moore, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it's the Chiefs, it's Patrick Mahomes. It's hard to doubt him, but that's where I was building that takeoff of. I still think they're going to be a good team, though, like you said. Um, also, funny fact, I just saw this online a couple days ago. Uh, speaking of Chiefs, Tyron Matthew and Eric Sorensen, I think it was, the two safeties are going to reunite again at, at New Orleans. <laughs> and all I saw was the highlight film of like Tyron Matthew just keep throwing his hands up and Sorensen just getting burnt. <laughs> I'm like, coming to the New Orleans Saints? I can live with that. <laughs> that is funny. But um, any, uh, any last outing takes you got for Hot or Not? And today's yeah, recording? So mine, was uh, mine was a Jets one also, uh, but instead of just being about Zach Wilson, mine was just going to be, hot or not, the Jets will not come in last place in the division, meaning they'll either be better than the Dolphins and the Patriots record-wise, or the Bills, but obviously, I don't think it Hot or not, the Jets will not come in last place. They'll come in third or better. Dude. Alright, this is just a crazy idea. I don't know why it just came to my head, but when you said it, the first team that I think that they will be better than, I think they might be better than the Patriots this year. I think you just talked to me. I think you might have talked to me a little bit into the Jets being better than the Patriots. I think just the just turn. I mean, just turning the tables, you know, for the future wise and ceiling predicting. That right now, I can see the Jets not being the bottom of their division. Yes, I agree. I don't know who. I know it's not the Bills, but I can believe in the Patriots or the Dolphins still being below one of those two teams being below the Jets at some point in the year. I hope that happens, man. That'd be cool. That'll be hilarious. I mean, Bill Belichick being the GOAT, but I mean. (laughs) <laughs> that would be funny just to have that one off year that he has every so often. Yeah. No, like, I, I, I do feel like Zip Wilson will take a big step this year. I think so, just too. It seem like they at least have a good GM. Like, since Joe Douglas has gotten there, they've made, like, competent decisions. Yeah. The Jamal Adams trade is one of the great fleecings of the last, like, decade of the NFL. And it looks that like it's going to pay off, too. Fleecing. Starting to look like it's going to pay off, too. 
Any other questions? Uh, I don't have any NFL hot or nots, no. Okay. You want to save the NBA ones for another time? Yeah, I'm sorry. I know you got to go to a movie. We didn't mean to get that long. Yeah, it's all good. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the CJJC show. I'm recording the outro as I do it for real this time. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the CJJC show. For more content, check out the website or follow us on Spotify or other social platforms for more quote-unquote unbiased takes.